from talkradio.nyc, welcome to At Home. I'm David Thiergardner, interior designer and owner of David Thiergardner Interiors right here in rainy Manhattan. On tonight's show, The Colors of My Life, we're going to have a very special and unique conversation about color, color that fills our life, color that defines our story, and interestingly enough, the color and power of chakras. My special guest tonight is color expert and color consultant, Betsy Karp. There's a lot to talk about, so let's get started. We might all live in a yellow submarine, but we all don't see yellow in the exact same way. This past weekend, my garden burst with yellow with drifts drifts of Rebecca and Coreopsis and Goldenrod. Yellow is the color of the stars, of fireflies and sunshine, and a sweet old yellow lab I used to know named Tucker. Yellow, of course, trumpets spring with forsythia and long hills of daffodils in Central Park. Yellow teaches us to be cautious along our way and focuses our minds to be more creative and determined. Here in America, we see yellow as bright, cheery, McDonald's golden arches and a little rubber duckies in our bathtubs. In Japan, yellow means courage. In China, they call pornography yellow movies. And in Russia, they refer to the yellow house as an insane asylum. In Europe, more specifically in England, and more specifically still in London, there is a famous yellow room by historic and legendary British interior designer Nancy Lancaster. This is a magnificent sitting room with vaulted ceilings, plaster moldings, and windows that reach up to the sky. The floor plan is extraordinary, and it's all painted in a brilliant shade of yellow. And think of this. The way that the sun reflects off of the Western Atlantic, bounces across the British Isles, pierces through the London fog, makes walking into that yellow room feel like you're taking a breath of fresh air. The colors of our life? Well, you know, that's a pretty wonderful song by Cy Coleman from the Broadway musical Barnum. Here's a bit of the lyrics, and no, no, I'm not going to sing it. But here we go. The colors of our life are bountiful and bold. The purple glow of indigo, the gleam of green and gold, the splendor of a sunrise, the dazzle of a flame, the glory of a rainbow, and it goes on and on and on, and it's just a spectacular song about radiance and life. Color surrounds us, and how we react to color and what color means to us, what color represents to us, is tonight's show. So, have you ever noticed that water in your glass is clear, not blue? And since when are goldfish gold? Aren't they orange? 
And speaking of orange, isn't that a terribly lousy name for a color? The etymology of orange is Persian, of course, and then to the Arabic, and then to the old French, palm d'orange. I mean, isn't palm d'orange so much better than orange? I mean, you can't even rhyme anything with orange. Different shades, tints, and hues of orange have different meanings. For example, dark orange may represent deceit and distrust, while red-orange relates to passion, pleasure, desire, aggression, domination. And a golden orange often stands for prestige, wisdom, illumination, wealth, and quality. You know, other colors have silly names too. How about purple? I mean, who says purple well? I personally like to say aubergine, but you know, I am an interior designer for God's sake. I love purple. I mean, I love aubergine. Aubergine is the perfect balance of true red and true blue. And I think it is absolutely luxurious. Hey, take a look at Instagram of a tufted silk velvet aubergine sofa from a project of mine several years back. It's stunning, and with all the luxury wrapped around it, it's just asking you to sit down, to relax, to take a moment, and look over the beautiful room and the magnificent views of the city. What about other colors that don't have a place on the color wheel? For instance, what about puce? I mean, do any of us really know what puce looks like? Well, I helped you out, and I put an example of a puce dress on Instagram, so take a look. Okay, here's another one. How about chartreuse? Chartreuse is actually one of my favorite all-time colors, and it comes and goes in fashion every now and again. I just upholstered two barrel-back chairs in a beautiful chartreuse velvet with braided trim. It's pretty unusual, yes, but quite stunning all the same. And I got another one for you. What about magenta? Honestly, I don't truly know how to describe magenta. So I decided to let some old friends describe it to you. Let's listen to Blanche. Yes, you know, Blanche from the Golden Girls. <laughs> She's going to describe it to Dorothy what magenta means. Take a listen. Magenta. Excuse me? Magenta. That's what I call it when I get that way. All kinds of feelings tumbling all over themselves. Well, you know, you're not quite blue because you're not really sad. And although you're a little bit jealous, you wouldn't say you're green with envy. And every now and then you realize you're kind of scared, but you hardly call yourself yellow. <laughs> I hate that feeling. I just hate it. And I hate the color magenta. <laughs> That's why I named it that. Magenta. Thanks, girls. <laughs> We have so much to talk about, and I want to get to my interview with Betsy Karp as quickly as possible. But I do want to touch upon some of the amazing architecture, art, and artisans that have used color in the most astounding ways. For instance, the Peacock Room at the Castello di Sanziano in Tuscany. It is this breathtaking assortment of colors and patterns. The beauty of this mesmerizing interior is beyond comparison. And speaking of peacocks, there is also the reassembly of the magnificent interiors by the American artist James McNeil Whistler. 
It's a beautiful peacock blue room at the Freer Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. In Washington, D.C. It's well worth the tour, so next time you're there, take a look at it. Artists like Picasso, I mean, we have all heard of Picasso's Blue Period, but some of his most remarkable works have been the brilliant color combinations of his early landscapes. And what about Hoffman or Chagall? They have bold and deeply rich color palettes that define their paintings. Oh my goodness, we must include the extraordinary Florine Stettheimer. Her work is busting with reds and hot pinks and is so wonderfully, wonderfully joyous. And recently, at the Met, a wonderful exhibition of the English artist David Hockney's Decades of Work. Hockney's ability to layer his canvas with color, well, it's a tremendous achievement of the artist's eye. His expression and use of color harmony is exciting and playful. Take a look at the painting Garaby Hill from 1998. And then, if you want to be blown away by color, and color's intensity, color's power, color's ability to transform the individual, to tell a story, then take a look at Jean-Michel Basquiat. It can only be described as strong, powerful, and a deeply emotional use of color. Color is more than just what you see, and like Basquiat, color has the power to be a character in your own story. When we come back, we will continue that story with color expert Betsy Karp. This is At Home. I'm David Thiergartner, and we'll be back with Betsy in two minutes. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo-hoo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. back. I am thrilled to have color expert and color consultant Betsy Karp on the show tonight. Betsy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 
Let's get right to it. As a color expert, I'm excited to hear what your meaning of beauty is and, you know, more specifically, what you think is beautiful in your own home. Okay, so beauty. Um, The meaning of beauty to me is um, the essence of sensuality Mm. and getting in touch with what really kind of turns you on and what feels good for you. And whether that be something that you wear, something that you create, something that you eat, something that you design, but it's something of beauty that comes from within, within your own sensuality, your own essence. And um, beauty in the home to me is about making someone and yourself feel comfortable in your own home. Coming home and feeling it's your space, that it's a refuge from the world. It's your sanctuary. It should be something that feels calming and peaceful. And maybe there's spaces in the home that are exciting and passionate, but that really feed your soul and that help you to feel alive, to feel relaxed, to to enjoy entertaining. I love entertaining. Um, I have people over all the time. I love cooking. I love having people come hang out. And I it's color is a part of my being and my life. So it's in all aspects of my home, from the throws on my um, my sofa to the accessories to the artwork that I've created to the wall colors that I've chosen really carefully about you know where I am in my life and what I want the energy of those walls to really convey. And um, color tells a story, as you said before, and it does. And color helps us to really um, get in touch with ourselves and express ourselves of where we are in our lives right now today. I love that. But one, this question that everybody has been answering has been amazing and um, beautiful in the response. But no one has yet said that beauty comes from within us and is created in our vision of what we think it is. And I think that's a stunning response to that question. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, Let's talk about, you know, you've had a wonderful career. You've you've been an artist. You've been a fashion designer. Um, Tell us a little bit about that whole journey and and how it started. Sure, I fell in love with painting when I was five years old and it was just something that I loved to do. I was passionate about it and I got it and it was easy for me because I didn't love school and I needed an escape because school just was hard for me. So painting, I stayed up all night and I would create these incredible pieces of art. And actually one night, this is a great story because one night my uncle gave me, he was an artist from Israel and he gave me the most beautiful um, set of paints for my birthday. And I was so excited and I couldn't wait to use them. So I took the paints and I went downstairs when everyone went to sleep and my parents had this red carpet in the um, in the living room. And I painted all night and it was snowing out and I made this incredible painting. And I was up, I was really young at the time, I think it was five or six years old. And I stayed up all night and I was so excited to show my parents my artwork in the morning and 
everything. I did not put a tarp down because I didn't know about tarps or really protecting furniture. And my mother was quite upset when she came down in the morning. But my father was like, wow, look at what a piece of art you created. And that was oh my, my first piece of artwork. And I was so proud of it. And I went on and I majored in painting at Syracuse. I lived with an Italian family in Firenze. And that was an amazing experience. And painting really became my life. Um, I got out of school and I was like, okay, what am I going to do now that I have a painting degree? And my father's first words were, you're going to paint. And I did. And I got into galleries and I started painting. And I was actually quite good for the age that I was. But I found myself very lonely. And um, it was really hard for me to embrace all of paint, what painting was at that time in my life. So I got involved in textiles and I was with people and I really didn't know that much in the sense of I didn't study textiles. I didn't really know. I didn't go to school for textiles, but because of my art background and really understanding composition and color and light and hues and value, I really got how textiles you know, were to become um, a part of the design process. And I loved it. And then uh, textiles led me to designing scarves. And I designed scarves for the top designers like Oscar de Laurenta and Bill Blass and Diane von Furstenberg and Adrian Vitadini when she was in business at the time. And I loved it because it was exciting. And I got to see my my artwork turn into a product and then wear it. And it was really exciting. And then I'm somebody who always wanted to do more and be more. So I got involved in doing clothes. I want to do 3D things. So you literally can physically wear it out in the world. And I had my own company for about three and a half years. I did beautiful women's clothes. I was in about 75 stores all over the country. And 9-11 killed my business. And um, it was unfortunate. But like everything in life, we have to pick ourselves up and we have to find where we need to be. And because I lost my business, I had to redefine myself and figure out what I was going to do. And I gained weight. I got really depressed. I was wearing a lot of black. I, my head was down. I was low energy. I had forgotten about color and I had forgotten about who I was because I was so depressed. So I then literally, actually, my doorman um, helped me. It was a really interesting story because one day he was like, I'm sick of your darkness and your blackness. Figure it out because this is it's what's going on with you. And he kind of snapped me out of my funk. And orange was my color at the time because orange really is about creativity and inspiration and joy. And I used it in everything from the foods to orange flowers to I was painting colors on my wall in orange. Everything was orange. And it brought back that thing that I was missing inside and I felt it. And it was really exciting because I enrolled myself in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and I got a degree in health counseling. I started taking care of myself. And as a result of after this, I really mind, body and soul. I understood color on so many different levels. And I started working with people on how to heal from the inside and learning about chakras which we will talk about. We're going to talk about in the next segment. A little tease. A little tease. And um, and then um, this is now just everything keeps on growing. And color is just morphing into more different and wonderful things in my life. 
and I love the journey and we don't know from day to day sometimes and we have to just really get in touch with who we are and where we want to be and then put one foot in front of the other and then just show up and then miracles start happening. So it sounds like that you understand color differently today than you even did when you were studying it as an artist or as a fashion designer. Is that true? Absolutely, because I lived it <laughs> and I experienced, and you experienced it. it. I experienced it from so many different levels, from a uh, from an artistic level to a creative level to a depressing level to feeling really de- defeated. And um, so I've lived it and experienced color on so many different aspects of my being. Let's talk specifically about color. So is there a color, let's say, when you're younger, Mm -hmm. when you were in college or in Italy or whatever, that you were drawn to or that was important to you or that you used a lot in your work? And, And even as a fashion designer, was there one? And then can you identify that and then step back away and go, but I don't even respond to that color now, or do you respond to it? Like, how is the, the shifts through the years changed? Okay, so blues, all, blue, all different shades of blues was a big thing for me for, um, for many, um, many, many years. Um, I did a beautiful painting called Blue Lady and she was my senior thesis in college and it was really the expression of who I was and what I was going through and it was different shades of blues from turquoise to deep indigos to deep plums which are the higher energy of our being and expressing that and so that's where I was then and now I am in actually I'm in blue tonight because blue is the energy of communication and expressing ourselves so it has evolved in different levels but it is a part of me I enjoy wearing it out into the world Um, it is a color I find of incredible expression so interesting because I was thinking about my own experience with color uh, through my lifetime and um I have pretty much stayed with what I call my spice palette, Mm. which, you know, would be paprika and coriander and thyme throughout most of my life. I think my husband would even make fun of me for that. But what I would say that has changed dramatically over the last few years is that the value of those colors have all gotten more intense, Mm. where I used to like to have them sit back and be quiet, I now am using them in a brighter sense. Now, this is for me personally, not necessarily for my clients. I don't design my colors (laughs) for my clients, but um, I think that's interesting. And the other thing I was going to say is that although those might be in my home, my apartment, I almost exclusively wear blue Mm. and shades of blue. So I have always found that to be interesting, that I have this interpretation of color in the apartment and I have an interpretation of color of what I would wear and what I'm comfortable with on the street and in business. So that's fascinating too. Yeah. And they, they, uh, in many ways they are interchangeable and then they're not because you want different feelings for your home than you do out in the world. Um, well not everybody does, but uh, you know, it's very personal and it's very individual, but, um, color is something that you can change Instantly, Really, you can put a sweater on and change your mood. You can put a scarf on. You can, for a woman, you can put jewelry, accessories. 
So instantly you can change it. In the home, you can change it as well. With, with decorative with, pillows. Uh, with, with, very, with lots of plants in your home. All of a sudden, I went to Santa Fe, and I have a girlfriend who was really not doing well. She was very sick. And I walked into her home, and um, her home was lovely, but her bedroom was heavy, baroque, maroon, and red, and heavy, heavy, heavy energy, and velvet on the bed. And there was no lightness and no air. And I'm like, okay, everything's coming down. And we replaced everything with pale turquoises and sea foams and lots of plants and she said to her daughter sweetheart Bella does everything does it feel different she goes mom everything feels so light in here every and her energy got lighter and she started feeling better it was amazing just by changing the color from the throws to the drapes very simple things that you can do instantly in a home excellent you know we were talking before about the effects that color has on your clients. And so I want you to just tell quickly the story of the white box. Oh, sure. uh, the white box story, I call it. And or I love your entertaining last weekend. I think you were talking about using tissue paper on your dining room table. Yeah. So just those okay. are two really interesting stories about how color can change. So um, I had a client who was orthodox and she came to me and she really had trouble. She wanted to, she was a hoarder and she wanted to get rid of a lot of things in her life. And she was like, I don't know how to do it. And I'm having a lot of difficulty. What can I do? So I suggested like the Shabbat, it needs to be about white and it needs to be, you need to clean yourself in, in intuitively and spiritually and your home. So it all becomes one. So I said, when you are going to get in the mood, I want you to put on some beautiful music I want you to dress in white light a white candle and I want you to order white boxes and she was absolutely amazed by what happened because she started cleaning and purging and everything started transforming because she was excited to clean because the white was right around her surrounding her that gave her the inspiration that she wanted that new space and the whiteness and not this terrible cardboard box no. that where you're like feel like you're almost bearing or something you know a permanent disposal of and being in white and having white around her really gave her the inspiration for cleaning and getting really clear on new beginnings before we go, at the end of this segment, I just wanted to say that I took a personality test um, in preparation for the show, and I was surprised, but I came, um, my color of my personality was green, and um, I don't know what I thought, <laughs> I don't know what I thought it should be, <laughs> but for some reason, green just didn't seem to make sense to me. Could you just talk briefly about you know, color personality test and, and just very briefly what some of those... Well, green to me, I don't know you very long. We only met briefly, but green is the energy of the heart and it really is about feeling um, open and expansive and being excited about um, new opportunities coming into your life and it's about harmony and balance and growth and a renewal of like who you are and your being. So green is an amazing color and um, I think it's very fitting for you. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't get that from the personality test, but I think I like being green now. Mm. So thank you for that exploration. We're going to explore all kinds of color and we're going to talk about the power and of color and color chakras 
and all of that in our next segment. So stay with us because we're going to talk to Betsy about the power of chakras, all seven of them, by the way, when we come back. I'm David Theogartner, and you're listening to At Home. It's not that easy being green, having to spend each day the color of the leaves. When I think it could be nicer being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that. It's not that easy being green. It seems you blend in with so many other ordinary things. And people tend to pass you over because you're not standing out like flashy sparkles in the water or stars in the sky. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Let's talk about the power of our chakras. Okay. Should we start at the top or should we start at the bottom? And I guess maybe we should explain to our audience exactly what the hell we're talking about. Okay, sure. So chakras, the actual word of chakra is spinning wheels of light within your being. So we have energy centers that are lined up on our spinal column, okay? And we have seven energy centers. And each one has a color name and it has a function and it's actually related to a certain part in your body. Now what the chakras do is basically they help you release energy and gain energy from them when they're all aligned. So if you think of the word chakra, which means spinning wheels of light, so if your wheels are all seven of them are all spinning really nicely within your body, 
you're doing amazing in your life. Your energy's flowing. You're fantastic. You're vibrating well. The universe is great. You're probably feeling really good. But when one or two of them is not in alignment or there's something is off, they're blocked because of energy that's stuck there. Okay, and it's really fascinating when you really get to study and understand what chakras are. And I'm going to go through each one and what they mean and what they represent and how it really has a, an effect on our being. And it's they're very powerful to heal, to feel stronger in relationships in almost any aspect of your life. When you really get in touch with your your energy creativity your inspiration business, business sleeping your, everything literally your diet your relationships your sleep all of the things you just said every single thing so we start with the root we're going to start at the bottom because that's really where okay. you need to start so the root we start at the root of your spine and its color is red and it's really about the root of your being and how you are grounded in your body and standing in the earth. And it's really essence is about survival. Mm-hmm. And you really, um, how are you surviving in your life? Are you thriving? And you ask your questions in, in to internally. Am I passionate about getting up in the morning? Do I like where I'm, where I'm living? Do I like my home? Do I like my job? Do I like my relationships? Am I happy? Do I have money in the bank? Do I have food on my table tonight? And you have to, and you ask yourself these questions. And red is the power of grounding yourself in your being. And it's um, our relationship with our mothers. It's connected to our, our literal, our primal, how we were brought into this world. And uh, I gave a, a course at Makeup Forever, and one of the girls was adopted, and she never really understood till my course why she hated and was so opposed vehemently to red, and she never met her mother until recently. And she said, I never knew that it was a connection to the mother. So red is so powerful, and it's so emotional and spiritual. Each color, and I'll go, so we're gonna, So that's red, and what red is about. Red's about passion, fire, excitement. It gets your blood going, and um, it's really, you don't want too much red in your life because it becomes too active but it's really important to get yourself going if you need red so that you need some fire in your life or to get repassionate about what you're doing or your relationship the second energy well, I'm going to stop you just sure. real quick because just in uh, listening to you talk about red the first one out of seven it's so fascinating because you can almost feel it come into your body and center itself in the location at the bottom of your spine. I mean, I was literally feeling the red enter my body and sort of ground itself. And that's fascinating. And I'm sure that will happen as we go all the way up. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So the second chakra is two inches below your belly button, and it's called the sacral chakra. And its color is orange. And this energy is really all about your sensuality and your sexuality. And it's connecting you to your boundaries in life and really understanding your boundaries, like knowing when you need to say yes and own yes and when you need to own no. 
And it's the sensuality of food, of pleasure, of eating, of enjoying yourself in life. And the opposite of that is guilt. So when you're not in alignment with your creativity and your sensuality, you feel guilty or a lot of people have a lot of extra weight in this area of their bodies because they feel that they don't deserve the pleasure and the essence. And maybe they've had history of, I I hate to say this, of abuse. And so they protect themselves in that area of their body. So it's very emotional and it's very physical. So orange is the color of creativity, of courage, of joy. And I, when I was going through my funk and my depression, it was the color that got me out of it because it really, I started eating mangoes and oranges every morning. And I, I had orange Gerber daisies right by my bed and I really... I felt the sweetness of myself, of who I was, and started eating oranges differently, like tasting an orange and the sweetness of an orange and what orange really means to us and enjoying a meal and putting a placemat down. So many people ask them when they sit down for a meal, do you set as a place setting? Set a place setting? What are you, crazy? Who has time for that? Unless I'm having a dinner party. But it's taking the the time or the five or ten minutes to just give yourself that essence of sensuality or a, a beautiful taste taste um, table setting so that you can enjoy your meal and feel good about the meal that you're eating. And so orange is that color and um And it really does spur on energy and creativity and sensuality when you start really using it and um, sharing it with someone you love in your life. And it got me out of my funk. And it was the first thing that I start telling people who are having issues in their relationships, start using some orange because it's an easy color to really start feeling great and joy with. And we want more joy than even happiness because joy is something that really um, starts changing our, our beings and our mindset. So we want more joy. So orange is the color that really starts spurring on joy. Absolutely fantastic. So I'll go into the next okay, color chakra because I know that we have a time limit here. So the third chakra is called the solar plexus. And it's literally the gut and the core of our beings. And its energy is yellow. And it's a very male-dominated color. And it's the power seat and the power center and the core of who you are. And it's really the brilliance um, of where you want to be in your life and um, who you are. And it's getting and it's letting go of the shame and the things that don't sit well in the seat of your soul anymore and understanding what yellow really can do to your life. And there are things that you can do to bring more about that, to be out in the sunshine. I mean, vitamin D, for instance, starts making you feel better as soon as you get out in vitamin D. We all need vitamin D in our lives at least 20 minutes every day. And start eating, you know, or yellow foods and yellow in the home as accents is so beautiful. It it's sunny. It's inspiring. It's fresh. Uh, I grew up in an orange, uh, a yellow kitchen um, many, many moons ago. Yeah, and I and I loved it. My mother had a yellow plaid kitchen, and we had yellow Formica ca- um, counters. Oh my god! And it was just. 
it was really happy and it was the place that we were always gathered together my mother was an amazing cook and we had beautiful meals and a lot of my homework was done on the kitchen table and so much happened in that kitchen with positivity and love and family coming together with warmth and with energy of love so yellow is a really positive color we're going to talk forever about colors, but I just want to say that yellow is so interesting in interior design over the past decade because yellow has really gone out of favor. And to even mention yellow has been something like, oh, you know, this, this sense that, oh, I don't want that color. And, and, and just recently I'm feeling like it's coming back a little bit, but just to hear you describe it, it's like yellow seems to be necessary in everybody's home. Yeah. It's and you um, can, at some on some can, level, and you can do it so easily. I mean, you could have yellow sunflowers. You can have yellow towels in your bathroom. It's just little accents of yellow. A yellow wall in the kitchen actually does it, um, and it increases your appetite. Um, so you might be wary <laughs> might of that, right? Thing. It might not be the best thing, but it's happy. It's a playful color. It's great in in, um, in a family room, in a children's room, um, because it's light and it's playful and it's fun fascinating so the next color we're going to go up to is the energy the fourth energy center is the heart now the heart is the only chakra energy that has two colors it has a green and it's surrounded by a rim of pink and what's so beautiful about that is the heart is the heart and the heart deserves two colors so green is the essence and I think I had tapped on it before the energy of abundance of renewal of growth of harmony and it's the biggest food group that there is okay and when you add plants into a home it changes everything in a home it brings first of all it's healthy because it the oxidation that it and it you it feels alive and plants are just beautiful and green is now a color that people are using it's trendy and you could use all shades of it from chartreuse you were talking about to lime green to deep green to all different shades of green and I am in love with green now I think it's modern it's fresh you could use all different hues and values of it and it's just exciting and fresh in a home and so the the energy of the pink around it which is the color of unconditional love wow so pink is the color of nurturing and it's also you would ask me when we we met what do you think the color of friendship is yes and i would really say green and pink because i think it's more about the heart and it's about nurturing ourselves and our to be a friend you have to love yourself first to be a good friend you have to really love yourself first so that you can give to someone else so the more you get in touch with the balance and the essence and the love for yourself then you can give that love out to other people people and then that really is a beautiful friendship because it's not codependent and it's not you know heavy and it's just love receiving and um back and forth okay so we're almost running out of time can we hit one more and then we'll come back absolutely so the throat chakra its energy uh its color is turquoise and it's the center of communication and it's how you speak and it's what you say, and it's how you express yourself. So it's speaking your truth and owning your truth. And the more we're truthful with ourselves, the easier our lives become. Because when we're honest, 
we don't have to think, what did I say that? Did I not say that? We're really just speaking who we are. And that's when everything in life starts shining so brilliantly and so blue, like the sky, because it's calm and it's clear and it's truthful and it's peaceful. When you're in the essence of blue and you're calm, you're really radiating at your, your essence of who you are. Unbelievable. So exciting. We could talk all <laughs> night long. We're, we have one more chakra to talk about, no, right? No, we have two more. Two more. So we'll be back. <laughs> um, and then you'll stick around with me. We'll do that. And then we're going to take a couple listeners' questions sure. after that. And that would be wonderful. This is At Home. And we'll be back with Betsy Carp in two minutes. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> conscious co-creator are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness i'm sam leibowitz your conscious consultant and on my show the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we will touch upon all these topics and more listen live at our new time on thursdays at 12 noon eastern time that's the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity thursdays 12 noon on talkradio.nyc Feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com We have two more chakra zones to go. We don't want to miss out on any of it. Um, it's an incredible conversation, Betsy. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let's hit the, I guess, the sixth one. So the sixth one is the brow chakra, and it's located right between your eyebrows. Okay. In the center of your nose, and its energy and its color is indigo. And it's really about getting... Um, uh, being truthful and um, it's the wisdom of who you are and it's it's clear thinking and deep thinking and it's part of your purpose of why you're here and when I it, I it, when we meditate um, and I had asked you when we met Matt do you hate and I learned how to meditate you can hear that echo. <laughs> it's a um, part of the meditation, maybe. There it goes, right? So we, so um, I, 
meditation helped me in so many aspects of my life. First of all, it helped me to heal some really serious issues I had with my neck okay. and to calm down and to get peaceful to find out where I needed to be. And so the energy of the brow chakra is really, really important to calm yourselves down and to be aware of where you are in your life and to take time and slow down and think about who you are, where you are, what you want, what's important to you. And it's colored deep indigo. Like if you think of a beautiful um, summer night and the indigo sky, and it's so that deep richness of it, and it's filled with like so many things of who you are, the sky color, and asking yourself questions about where am I in my life right now and what do I want? So it's the, the, the honesty and the wisdom and the truth when you get quiet and get still and you start asking yourself those questions, you really start learning more about who you are and then life isn't so chaotic and you calm those monkey voices down that, you know, the worry and the constant gerbils that go around and around and around and around and it's scary, you know? Make you mad. Right? So this really helps you. So the brow chakra and the energy of meditation and its color is indigo really helps you to calm down and to go inside and be introspective into the essence of, you know, your life and your journey. And the, the top of the crown, the top of your head, its color is a deep magenta. Okay. And it's connecting you to d- the divine essence of all that you are, to the universe, to God, to source, whatever you want to call it. But when you're connected on that level, it's magical, it's mystical, it's clairvoyance, it's really getting connected to the higher, your highest self, your highest being. Because when you're radiating on that level, you are rocking it in the world. You know, you're feeling you're all lined up. You're all lined up. Every chakra is in alignment and you're exercising and you're eating well and your relationships are good and you got money in the bank and you're sleeping well and you are just like rocking your life. And people are calling you and opportunities are coming because you are just aligned. You're taking care of yourself. You know who you are. You know where you want to be. You're just everything that color, that magenta is so beautiful and rich and it is aligning all of you in its essence and its being so it's really powerful and what I'm starting to do now with people is I'm color soling their homes I'm coming into their homes and I'm helping them really asking them questions where are you right now where are you in your relationship what do you need what do you want and I just did a home and um, they were dancers and their home really didn't have much color. Well, now you walk into the, their home and you almost feel like you're in Brazil and it's got yellow walls and orange walls and red walls and it's exciting and they have a tango floor and it's fabulous and it's filled with light and color and they wanted more the warm colors and the rich colors of like passion and tango. And it depends where you are in your life and what you're doing. And I just did another client's home and she wanted something that was very sophisticated and clean in her home. It has a lot of whites, but really, really deep indigos. And she wanted to really get clear. She's a chiropractor and she really wanted like 
really true essence colors, um, deep blues and um, deep greens in her home. And it's beautiful. So it, I ask people the questions of, you know, where are you right now? What are you looking for? What do you want from your home? How do you want to feel in your home? And the biggest question is, how do you want to feel with color? All incredible questions to ask. I think I ask those questions all the time for my clients, even for myself. My house, unlike the apartment, which is the spice palette, we talked a little bit about it, is primarily white and gray and camel, I said. And I said to you, I needed to be that because I needed to walk in to a clean space. Mm -hmm. And then I remember distinctly now, and just in our conversation, that that, that house was published in a magazine and I said a quote that I got mocked for terribly um, or, you know among my friends and stuff but I mean you know the White House and just the lack of color and I said well I did that purposely because my friends have so much color they have they're so colorful in their personalities and I always thought that it was just a stage for them to express themselves I feel so much better about saying <laughs> that now I get a well, that's funny because people come to my home and they're like, Betsy, you're known as a color coach. And why is there no color in here, really? I mean, and it's very neutral, but I have accents, tons of accents of color, hot color. But it's all neutrals, neutral floors. I pickled the floors and it's neutral walls. And I have a beige Artwork. couch. Yes. And it's all very neutrals because I am with color all the time. I used to be around color. I have color. So it's like color is a part of me. So I want to come to a, a soft, clean space that feels very neutral and then add the pop of color to bring some excitement. Well, that's interesting because it leads us right into some of the questions that we're getting. And I'm going to bring this one right up. And it says, I like to wear bold colors, but I don't want to live in a bold and bright colored house. How do I find that balance? Okay, so they don't want to live in a bold... Uh, so accents. Accents in their home would be perfect. So a beautiful, bright... Um, red throw or a um, a beautiful plant that has red flowers on it um, or deep uh, jewel tones of an accent of a big beautiful vase so that you're bringing in the accents in a big beautiful piece of art or in some kind of um, a throw or pillows so that it's not overwhelming and you can have accents of it. And there are shades of colors like we talked about through the Shaka uh, lineup and you know just because you might like to wear bright orange or bright red doesn't mean that you couldn't go with a softer golden orange um, color in, in, in your house or... It's the, the tones and the values, absolutely. And you could bring it down a few notches or bring it up or bring it to intensity that just feels right um, so that it's not too overwhelming. So here... It's nice to know that people are listening to us. Um, it says, as a New Yorker, I am primarily I primarily wear white, black, and gray. Uh, should my home echo that? Well, you know, so we just talked about that. From the standpoint, I don't, I mean, I was just talking about myself. I think all of this is very much a personal journey. But um, I talk to people all day, 60, 70 hours a week. I'm dealing with color and fabrications constantly. So the idea of my house was to quiet me from that. If, if you're the opposite of that, if you're wearing white and black and gray, as typical New Yorkers do, perhaps you might want to introduce 
yeah. a, a color that you love or that's important to you into your home. Absolutely. And you could just maybe do one wall. You can do an accent wall. A pop of color could be really great to give some expression. And maybe right now people are excited about the falls coming up. Fall is my favorite season. It's almost here. I know. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and <laughs> so just like, hot today. <laughs> it's crazy hot. But I love the colors of fall. It's like the tones of the reds and they're different shades of the reds and the, the autumn leaves and the burnt oranges and the the okras and the the pale greens they're beautiful and they're a beautiful shade that you can bring some of those accents in in artwork or into a um any kind of home furnishings into your home and they're really beautiful betsy believe it or not we are done and i can't thank you enough it's been an exciting conversation it has i look forward to doing it again and we'll Absolutely. have to think about that I think okay. we have some ideas in our head now's the time for me to thank everybody I want to thank everybody here at talkradio.nyc um, Schoolhouse Number 6 Productions I couldn't do it without you and I wouldn't want to try Ben Keegan for my music don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at home with DTI and Betsy Carp at Betsy Carp yes. on Instagram and Twitter too yep 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 on Twitter and Instagram at Betsy Carp Take a look at my website, David Thiergartner Interiors. That's I before E, always the mistake, interiors.com. Stay tuned to Noreen Sumter's show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way. And until next week on the radio, remember, the best designs for your life start at home. The colors of my life are bountiful and bold The purple glow of indigo The gleam of green and gold The splendor of a sunrise The dazzle of a flame The glory of a rain Quiet browns and grays I'll take my days instead You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. 
Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 